0: Oh, go times! I live proud. I'm gonna do my That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It's Saturday, and that means it's time for one thing. It's time for the podcast where the quality goes in before the name goes on. You're listening to the Best Linux Games Podcast, a companion piece to the uh, Steam group of the same name If you join us on the group, our recommendations are curated with the sole criteria of and really These are recommendations only, of course. Uh, not complete reviews, which generally will follow, um, especially once they get some other mofos on this show. And as always, the content that awaits you ahead it may not be appropriate for members of all species, races, genders, classes, creeds, and especially might not be Asia or work appropriate. So, it begins. Let's get the Linux gaming on, bitches! Hello, and welcome to episode number 321 of the Best Linux Games Podcast. Being recorded for you on this Saturday, or er, this Saturday, uh, 19th of December, 2020 at 2235 hours, uh, 1035 p.m. Pacific Coast time, left coast, mouth! Crack engineer, Ivor Molina, over there in the whiskey booth, Pew! holding up the whiskey sign, yes, we'll need it for this episode, a yeah, kind of a shorter episode for you, a lot of, uh, news this week, not a lot of games, uh, but we do have we'll get there in a moment whiskey down the hatch, Ivor you're fired mm. that would make it of course for our sequel friends 2020, 12, 19 22, 36 Mark, fire oh no, I am Mark uh, no, Ivor's fired Mark you're, you're fine, you're going to be replacing him any day now Anyway, let's get straight to our top stories. First of all, um, we got a—I mean, right now if you're if you're in America, like, oh my god, um, we are balls deep into the treason rabbit hole uh, of darkness and horror today. news story broke that uh, Trump recently had a fucking Oval Office meeting in which he floated the idea of invoking martial law to overturn the election in selected states, that's gonna, that's great that that's happening because already January 5th and 6th are going to be fucking nail biters to the balls and everything up until the inauguration and then through the inauguration is going to be a fucking nightmare, I mean you want to talk about all these heavily armed, you know crazy fucking motherfuckers, you want to feed them more fucking uh, lies and shit just to keep raking in the money even though it's going to destroy the country that's great he also floated the idea hashtag Bill Maher was right all along of simply not leaving the White House after January 20th. He would just squat at the White House um, which he was evidently talked down from but that was last week as the last it's like the September song is the days went down to the last separate few this fucking travesty of an administration. Also, this week we saw fucking emails. Oh yeah, no, we want them infected. Yeah, there's a reason why three over 316,000 people have died. 260,000 of them needlessly. There is documented evidence of this, and you know the Congress can't get off their fucking asses to pass a COVID relief bill. So I mean Blah, but in the midst of all of that, the the big technology story for this week was that America has endured the longest active persistence threat, um not just attack, but really prolonged, profound infiltration and exfiltration of data. Um that's ever been seen in human history is the way it's looking right now. Um, using a uh, third-party uh, vendor as the injection vector, the Russians have hacked have been hacking the shit out of us since July. Oddly enough, it was in it was actually before July that I said we look like such pieces of shit right now with no command and control over the entire country and the COVID fucking thing and we're not even dealing with reality this was in this was in uh, June I want to say right now watch out for a massive cyber attack because that's what I would do well evidently the Russians have done that infiltrating almost every corner of the government through uh, uh hijacking the trusted certificate blah 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 of whoever uh, security subcontractor and so they pushed updates and then that went to- system-wide across the entire government um including all all of the emails email accounts for all the departments and just fucking rebuilding this system is going to be a nightmare meanwhile you want to look for treachery starts with a T rhymes with Trump Trump Refuses to acknowledge, even as Mike Pompeo comes out and says, Yeah, this was the Russians. The Russians have butt fucked us magnificently hard. Trump comes out saying that he thinks it was China. This is the worst security breach in United States history, possibly. In fact, I'm pretty sure it has to be because it's been an active persistent threat for fucking eight months now, six months, nine months, whatever the fuck. Um, I don't know how we're going to rebuild the system. Like Yeah, like how are you going to know what hasn't been backdoored, side-doored, etc. Who knows what keys have been This if this happened to me personally, it would be a month-long event of planning just to figure out how we're going to communicate before we can start figuring out what we need to do to get these motherfuckers off of our network and monitoring our communications. The only other data breach that I can think of that was ever that had the possibility of being this severe was, was three weeks when using a, a USB key with a malware on it dropped at NSA parking lot and um, the Chinese actually managed to hack into uh, DARPA and everything else that was associated with it for over a month, exfiltrating terabytes and terabytes of data. This is looks like it's across every government department. It is as close to being an act of war as you can get without attacking SCADA systems. And yet, what are we doing? Nothing. When are we doing it? Right fucking never just wait till Joe Biden shows up, we'll blow up the economy, we'll blow up the COVID, we'll fuck with the vaccine, which they've evidently done by limiting, by rationing the vaccine already in America. I mean, this shit is crazy. Um, Although one one guy in charge of it said that it was his fault, it was his command decision, you know, blah, it looks like it might have just been a logistical error, but it's still... A guy needs to not be doing that job anymore, immediately um, and we're withholding briefings over a fake, mutually agreed, which did not happen quote unquote Christmas pause, uh, between the incoming Biden team and the outgoing, well ostensibly outgoing, Trump team amazing at the Department of Defense no one is, Trump came out today and said that uh they totally handled the the hack the breach it's not it's not even a breach it's it sort of i don't know how to even describe the magnitude of what i uh, if if you go on, <laughs> it is amazing putin has fucked us in the ass and Donald Trump is doing nothing about it so, what we're seeing here is basically everything that's associated with the dying throes of a failed state, and it is depressing and disturbing, meanwhile just wait for January 5th and 6th for all these fucking bullet-headed maniacs to start whispering across the internet, it's time to cut the tall trees after the final uh, electoral votes have been certified and everything, and it's you know, the last two weeks before Inauguration Day Be careful during those two fucking weeks. Anyway, all this just. Meanwhile, we have the vaccine. In America, the vaccine just after last week's episode began on Monday, this last Monday, the first Pfizer doses of uh, the vaccine were uh, administered to um, medical professionals because if they're dead, no one else gets healthcare so they definitely need it first and uh, we're on to I believe that we're on to now uh, vaccinating the people who are in assisted living facilities so that's amazing and this vaccine is unlike anything that has ever, it's not even doesn't even have that much in common with what we think of as being a vaccine in what we used to think of the, the traditional sense of the vaccine it's It's an amazing reprogramming of our systems that we did in nine months. I mean, when I say our systems, I mean our biology. Human, the fucking biological blueprint of humanity is what we used to solve this problem in one-fifth of the time that's taken the best vaccine response ever in the history of humanity that was effective took five years we did this in nine months how did we do it? we fucking leveraged everything basically that is fundamental and at the core of the FOSS idiosphere of the free and open source software movement, the Linux movement etc it is proven we, we use technology and we used other people at the same time to make rational decisions I'm talking about the vaccine here because thank god the US government had nothing to do with the fucking vaccine um, seriously like this government hates science Trump isn't even going to get the vaccine it's amazing I'm fucking balls shows that there's no upper limit to the number of people that can die for political expediency in terms of American fucking citizens for the GOP to be content there is no upper limit that we are watching the end of democracy here. But anyway, back to the vaccine. A famous quote that everyone's always, you know, I'm pretty sure everyone attributes it to Lin- Linus Torvalds. Um, All bugs are shallow with enough eyes on them. Well, nine months ago, they rele- China released the DNA sequence for the virus. The entire world went to work. How did they go to work? Not in some hierarchical, uniform fashion, like forming a corporation or an endeavor, you know, like a fellowship or a partnership or anything like that. No. They did it the way that Linux works, which is the way that science works. Individual aspects of every discipline, of every person who, you know, was at all capable of helping from every country across the world assisted in making these vaccines which I mean, especially all the legwork um, that ultimately led to Pfizer and and Moderna or whatever coming up with their vaccines first at least in terms of America um, and passing FDA you know, blah 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 um, with 95% fucking uh efficacy we didn't create like some hierarchical fucking stovepipe thing no the world brought in everyone the best minds everywhere and some not best minds I'm sure looked at all of this and did all of the work that would take like fucking endless years 15 years ago this would not have been possible we wouldn't have had the CPU power to make this possible, the modeling capabilities to make this possible anyway, they didn't come together in some stovepipe. you know fucking, no, there was no hierarchy, the same way that is so confused so many normies ever since, you know, 97 when uh, Torvalds released the kernel um you know, how? what do you mean it's all free what do you mean that people just donate their time who's in charge, what do you mean no one's actually in charge you let the best ideas rise to the top, you follow the best ideas with the biggest consensus you, no hierarchy means that the most crucial problems are at at least uh, what do you call it Um, highlighted there is no command and control structure for it though but by virtue of those being the highest need, the the FOSS, the idiosphere surrounding the problem, surrounding the project self-organizes, self-reorganizes, self-reorganizes again, self-reorganizes again a hundred times probably every ten minutes um, so the most important problems get solved first and have the most energy and eyes and human minds behind them it's a triumph of science that we have this vaccine in nine months and it's it's an absolute vindication of the entire FOSS methodology ideology and uh, scientific um, best practices in terms of like a workflow in terms of computer science for solving a problem you know you distribute the problem to everybody everybody who can will contribute each according to their needs and each according to their abilities. Um, smarter minds will try to guide whatever, you know, the, the people who have the best handle on, on this stuff. It all becomes self-delegating and then only the best ideas and the best solutions rise into a queue and out of that hopper, you test them, you know, each you know blah, blah blah just by reading them or you know by logical evaluation of them then maybe some trials some tests some more experiments you come back all of a sudden you have a work group that's 100,000 people big across every fucking country on the planet uh, comprised of every great mind both across the disciplines of medicine, medicinal science, computer science, data science, literally data science, communications, government, and everything. And then you brought the private sector right there, you know, blah, 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 blah. Operation Warp Speed has been um irrelevant, more or less, to. The only thing that warp the only only success that Trump, and he's not even paying attention to the fucking vaccine. Only success that came in a Windows like frozen binary kind of way is a craven. It's a hollow success. Now it would be by claiming that Operation Warp Speed was a magnificent success led by the U.S. government or any individual member of it. You know, i.e. Trump, who's trying to have it literally on a campaign to m- try to make it be called the Trump vaccine which is fucking ludicrous Um, so the only thing that we did with uh, quote unquote Operation Warp Speed other than coming up with a dumb name was we incentivized our major manufacturers to begin manufacturing vaccine before trials were done, so that by the time trials were done, we would ostensibly have a number of options from which to pick. Unfortunately, Operation Warp Speed didn't re-up our orders in July when we could have had another 100 million fucking vaccines by right now, all of which are going to other countries now. So Operation Warp Speed, the whole hierarchical frozen binary kind of thing, luckily, did not work this, when I say luckily I mean because if the US government had been more involved with this it would have gone obviously a lot worse um, if you want proof of that just listen back to the last 20 minutes of this podcast so this all relates though to, to FOSS but it also relates to something very scary in terms of underlying thing that's been bothering me for the last month-ish about America and about our people the entire world came together and came up with this vaccine but now it's looking like we might be too stupid to save ourselves looks like it looks like 3 out of 10 of everyone in America is pretty much against taking the vaccine which is ludicrous because if you're on fire And someone hands you a fire extinguisher to put yourself out with and says, drop, you know, stop, drop and roll, and I'll spray you. And you say, the ground looks hard. And besides that, that fire extinguisher has carcinogens, might have carcinogens in it. And you're going to try to spray me with it. And you're going to spray me and it's going to hurt me. Yeah, you're on fire, dude. You're on fire. You are exhibiting a much more pernicious and scary thing even than the virus. That's what's happening in America right now. We're seeing the breakdown of reason and logic of basic critical thinking and the rise of disinformation that will destroy democracy. Democracy does not survive with disinformation. Like the whole reasoning and the foundation of our founding principles based off of post-enlightenment scientific principle. as more information comes in, we will adjust our policies that is the whole idea of self uh, of, of the experiment of having self represent representational government in of itself is that we will adjust even our documents our founding documents are designed to adjust and grow over time and yet we are too stupid to save ourselves, it looks like. And this can go on and on and on and on and on until there is no more world left. Um. And right now, and then we'll have a president running around with all these state secrets in his head, who is dead broke and facing endless lawsuits, uh, both civil and criminal. He's got a lot of fucking tax evasion cases, can't part himself out of them. So look for a war between now and uh, January 20th etc but do not let the free and open source software uh, slash Linux parallels to this because this was this is a thought problem that we just saw happen in front of our eyes the there is no more argument about whether enough eyeballs make all all bugs shallow we just literally did it with human biology and, re- and came up with a way to reprogram our own fucking biology. And so, th- go. B- we'll leave it up again for this week for our vid, vid of the week. It's just a, a short little video. It's like three minutes long. It shows how an mRNA vaccine actually works. What what messenger RNA? It's just like the instructions of the virus. So it's not the virus, but it makes your cell, some of your cells look like they have the virus, but also alerts your immune response, uh, autoimmune response system to attack these things instead of, you know, to attack them in the right way instead of the cells being overcome in an endless chain by this strange thing that they can't even comprehend. It's a fucking modern miracle. It's a modern fucking miracle. Mm. also this week and then we'll get off the the news uh, in terms of like current events this will be a short show I've got three deals for you and then I got a little feature the big show is going to be next week but we'll talk about that in a moment Um, one good piece of news that happened this week was that the Space Force has determined that members of the Space Force are to be called Guardians, which makes them the Guardians of the Galaxy. The whole thing, evidently, was because, you know, like how the Army has soldiers, the Marines have Marines, um, the Navy has sailors, well, what does Space Force have, was the big question. This is what we've been fucking dealing with as 316,000 people have died, 16,000 of which died this last fucking three days, Four, or five days, whatever. Three thousand people a day we're losing in this country. Two hundred thousand to two hundred fifty thousand are getting infected every day in this country. If you're, if you are having a Christmas thing and you're not wearing a mask, and it's not with just your immediate family, you need to think about who you want to see next Christmas. Same goes for Hanukkah, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But uh, so yeah, the United States now has Guardians of the Galaxy watching out for us in outer space. i vote you're still fired in spite of that. Continuing on with our top stories, this is the the big, the big, 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 big news from this week that I really hoped, and I it's the reason why we're doing this on Saturday instead of yesterday. I really hope to get this up and running in time to have tested it thoroughly iOS Stadia has come to iOS now. Why do you care about this? Stadia is built out of Linux. iOS represents over half of everyone's cell phones on the face of the planet. The other half are actually Android. I think might have the biggest market share, but in terms of like the non-developing world, I, iPhones are everywhere. iPads are the I would I, I would I have not fact checked this because Ivor has been fired for not fact checking it so we're just recursively um firing him for his many misdeeds but um the iPad as a tablet i would say dominates the vast majority of the of the market um stadia arriving on your phone and by the way it's not just iOS they, they they've rolled it out for Android too this is exciting because well, okay, so I I tried to do this this is like new this week, by the way I had to update my uh, software for both my iPad and my iPhone I still couldn't get the Stadia controller to pair with the iPad or the iPhone, but not with the iPhone, the iPhone, I had problems with my bandwidth um, not being good enough to run the games, but on the iPad, The bandwidth issue is going to be solved. I bought a new um, Wi-Fi router because I think my old one is dying slowly. It's about six years old and I've had some... been having some problems over the last month and a half-ish with it. I I use a wired connection straight to my router um, for my main system, but all my devices obviously use Wi-Fi. So I couldn't get it to fully run on the iPhone. This is putting the latest and greatest games inside of your mobile devices running full Steam. Not full, not Steam the client but running you know, because it's all being streamed to you from Google servers. So the fact that Stadia is first to market with this and they've been first to market with a lot of things um, is great. The only problem is I'm having a hard time getting uh, any controller to be recognized. And I to be fair, I only started doing this on late Thursday night, and I didn't have the right cables, and I didn't have you know, it's been it's been pretty tore up from the floor, but I do know that games will launch on my iPad. And I do know that they look fine. They look great on my iPad. Stadia. Which has already just this week made major announcements in terms of the game, uh, the game publishers and developers that they've partnered with for next fiscal quarter. There's a lot of good games on Stadia now, and Stadia runs Linux. And so even if you, even if you are like me, you know, like I don't have a Linux tablet or a Linux phone, but, uh, I do all the show notes and all of my art and stuff for the most part in GIMP and um, even more so if I have to draw by hand, I do it on my iPad because there's no drawing tablet equivalent for it uh, that runs free and open source software that has anything ca- comparable to to the touch on this with a screen that I can draw directly on. And in fact, there is nothing, even at the $3,000 range, um, because all of those rely on proprietary Windows uh Stuff, software bundles, etc. etc. If you've I've been doing this shit for a long time now, well over a decade, um, and it's just the best I can do. But now I can play stadia games on it. That is fucking amazeballs. I did try to pair a all of this has to do with Safari being finicky and iOS. I'm sure that some of you, if you try it right now, will have no problem pairing controllers with your Android devices and going to Stadia.com and you have to buy the games unless you have a pro account, in which case you get a number of free games every uh, month. And, bam, this month all of a sudden, all sorts of good free games popped up on there. I think it's like 20 bucks a month. Um, but like, you know, Hunt Showdown, games that ostensibly cannot run due to EAC or whatever fucking roadblock on, you know, your desktop Linux machine, they run, they seem to run fine after getting uh, Google to twist their arms to make them run with Stadia and get a bunch of kickbacks from the licensing fees. Big problem with Stadia, all the games are still really expensive unless you are a pro member, and even then, the offerings are only just starting to justify a pro membership, but this is big fucking news. It's a huge deal. And the fact that it even ran on my iPad, I almost shit my pants. I spent six hours after that trying, I think, I haven't isolated what the problem is. It might just be, um, iPad and Safari have some stuff that needs to get tweaked out in terms of the Stadia end of the interface, but I've seen Cyberpunk 2077 run on my iPad now. That's amazing. I've seen it run on my phone, even. That is astonishing. So, uh, from my understanding, I don't have an Android anymore, but my old Android, actually I do still have My backup phone is an Android, but I haven't tried it on that because it's a total piece of shit. Um, It's it's a track phone. I use it for phone sex, buying and selling drugs and hookers, and, uh, you know, human trafficking. And also for my, uh, my, uh, God damn it, my Craigslist free listings when I want to give away stuff from my house I don't necessarily want mainly I do it for that last one but I also use it for my personal ads and stuff like that I'm I'm trying to spin out a fake one for my main phone so that I can give out a number for like a fake burner phone that's actually my real phone to everyone who wants to talk to me about lunch sticks cause that's that's super heating up right now Anyway, Stadia arriving is something you should care about, especially because Stadia runs Linux. And the more that these games get, the the more, the more obvious that the disparity becomes. That, uh, like Hunt Showdown Three does not run on Linux, it does run on Linux just via Stadia. The more and more ridiculous making these distinctions will seem to become, I imagine, as everything becomes basically. As the dealer, as the developer and, and, uh, uh, production house, um, media telco conglomerates become more jealous of profits, their special relationships with certain, uh, Software, operating system, hardware manufacturers, etc., etc., etc. Will continue to break down until you'll just have everything available on every system, and you won't even need to have a system. That's the coolest thing about Stadia. It'll run with just a TV and an internet connection, which is incredible. Bring over like and on your computer, you don't even need a Stadia controller to play Stadia. You just, you know, whatever Xbox generic controller you have, be totally recognized by Stadia. Theoretically, I only time I ever played Stadia, and I've been playing a lot of it, has been on my main computer. It's been the primary way I've been playing Cyberpunk 2077, but we'll hear a lot more about that next week. So now I we're gonna base you based them with the deals. We only have three deals, uh, and they expire relatively soon, but they're kind of good. And if you're looking for like a last-minute gift, I know everyone is fucking broke these days. Um. Thank you, Mitch McConnell. Thank you, GOP you motherfuckers. Um. It's like it's 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 insane. Oh yeah, I almost forgot. Our next episode will be released on Christmas Day. This I think is one of the first times that we've ever had a Christmas Day episode. I know we've had numerous Christmas Eve episodes. I know we've had New Year's Eve and New Year's Day episodes. I don't... I know we've had episodes that have fallen on Thanksgiving. But I do not recall there ever being an episode where we show up on Christmas Day. We have a lot of special things planned for that episode. Um, it's going to be... Our, well, I'll tell you more about that once we get into our feature this week. But uh, until We will be here on the 25th. Um, There will be a new episode on Friday the 25th of the show, and it will be our last show of the year. And it will be our Game of the Year episode. In preparation for that, our feature this week is I'm just going to give you a little taste of the sausage that goes into making our Game of the Year list, including... Our, you know, criteria, which have remained fairly consistent over the last seven years. This will be our seventh year. This will be our seventh game of the year. I'm pretty sure. Almost positive. It's so confusing. Finally, in our top stories, before we get uh, to the deals, good call, Ivor. No, I'm not hiring you back. Um, the website is now back up. It's not fully functional. It looks like abject. Shit, and it is very slow. Um, I have to get on the on the chat with DigitalOcean tomorrow and figure out what the best way to upgrade the droplet that I have this deployed on might be because they can't. They, the what do right now says that I can't provision uh, any volumes to to this server. Um, and we are at 95% of our 40 gigabytes of hard drive space on the server. And there's no just like one click upgrade to provision more hard drive space. The CPU is fine. But all the data, this has taken a lot longer than I thought it was going to take. It's taken over two months now. All the data works, the columns Section, the graphics there are broken and I'm having a motherfucking hard time, uh, figuring out why that is, but I know that everything works now. I haven't checked the RSS feed, um, yet with a podcatcher, but we'll, I'll be doing that after I post this to there. Um, so yeah, if you hate SoundCloud, please don't hate SoundCloud, listen to us on SoundCloud it's better because I don't have to pay for the bandwidth although now, it's been like three months, so I guess maybe having the site back up isn't going to bring us any new listeners we, the, only listen, the only people who listen to the show now are people who are on the Discord thread and people who lurk Um, because the website was down for so long so I don't even know if we have relationships with any, I haven't checked the stats Shit, I need to check the stats. I need to do all that shit tomorrow, but that's for tomorrow, etc. The website's back up. It's uglier than ever, uh, but it is back up again. Uh, Between now and tomorrow, I'm going to upload all of... there are eight episodes that did not get listed on the website, so there'll be nine new episodes tomorrow all of them are old back episodes, I want them in the database um, and I can recreate 9 in, you know, 20 minutes it's not that difficult uh, maybe 40 minutes, it would be an hour to recreate 9 because I have to do all the link by links for the game titles because that feeds into our taxonomy but a newer and better more up to date website is technically there, it's just starved for system resources because it's running out of hard drive space after seven fucking years Um so feel free to visit our website again, www.bestlinuxgames.com that's www.bestlinuxgames.com I'm Casey Kasem now, here are the deals it's fucking ponderous, man, it's fucking ponderous right now, through December uh, what, 22nd you can get Lords of the Fallen game of, the- wait, this can't be right Hang on, Steam. This can't be. This has to be a typo. I know that I, I bought this today. It's ranked at, um, silver on the Steam on the Proton DB page. It's called Lords of the Fallen. Hang on. Oh shit. It's got mixed reviews, but right now it is, yeah, okay. Now through December twenty second, it is ninety percent off. The Game of the Year edition includes all of the shit that they've ever made for it. It's a hack and slasher with Viking shit. It looks really pretty, even though the reviews have been mixed. Came out October twenty eighth, twenty fourteen. This includes uh, some of the latest stuff that they've added to it, but it's ninety percent off at three dollars. So I thought I would mention that. I did buy it. I did install it. I have tried to run it, but I have not had time to tweak it or anything like that. Also, in our deals section, Spore! S-P-O-R-E, which also I think is ranked at gold on ProtonDB. This is the creature creation game, creature evolution game kind of like The Sims, but for microbiologists and evolutionists, et cetera, et cetera. Reminded me a lot of a three-dimensional version of uh, creatures without the ability to teach them to talk. Spore is 75% off uh, for the next 36 hours-ish at $4.99. And then, for those of you who are just sick of all of this madness, um, including all this madness being overlaid on top of the normal holiday season stress. May I recommend Killing Floor 2? Which I did not like the way that it ran until I ran it under Proton. and That was like early days of Proton. I tried out Killing Floor 2 for like the fifth time ever. But right now Killing Floor 2, which is Zombies Mayhem multiplayer first person shooter Carnage in an arena cooperative setting or Versus setting, Killing Floor 2 is 67% off at $9.89 through December 22nd. And if you can get that game to run, I promise you, you will not need another game until this time next year if you get sucked into it. Um, I haven't tried Killing Floor 2 yet again today, but last time I did, it 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 ran okay via I want to say it was like the second month of Proton. Killing Floor 2 is one of the first games I tried. But it's 67% off, $9.89 through December 22nd. That concludes basically all... Oh, wait! Really fast, two games that have not run prior... three games that have not run prior to these last 10 days I've gotten to now run, including Horizon Zero Dawn, Injustice 2 which was trickier to get running but um, I think I used uh, the latest version of uh, Glorious Egg Roll, uh ST I want to say Urgh. any questions hit me up on the discord and I'll help you out. Mortal Kombat 11 now runs on Linux and I won like 3 fights online too which is great Injustice 2 runs on Linux and what was the other one that Shit, I can't remember. Fuck. Well, we'll we'll talk more about those and other things next week. We hopefully we'll have a special guest next week. Ivor based them with the features. I'm going. Well, here we go. Do you think? Oh my god. It's Bolivians, Bolivians. Never gonna let you down. I can read your mind, Miss Week's teacher. I can not read you. I can read you. I can read your mind. Take it, take Believe Bolivians. So this year we're doing a How the Sausage is Made just by virtue of the way the dates shake out. We only have two episodes before the end of the year. Um. So how do I pick our game of the year for 2020? Well, I'm going to pick it the same way that I've done for most of the last years, following these simple rules. It doesn't matter when the game was released. It only matters when it came to Linux. And beyond that, it only matters if I played it this year. So technically, there have been games that have been available for Linux, including like during the pre-Proton era, that were supposed to run on Linux via Steam, but did not run on Linux via Steam, and that only began to run on Linux via Steam with or without Proton you know, years after their initial release on Steam, ostensibly, with Linux support, and those games I obviously did not play so, there are games in this list that are from earlier years like maybe last year but generally even older than that, that I never played, that only finally now run on Linux. Etc, etc, etc. So how do I generate this list? Well, if you go into your Steam client, and you click on your name in the top right corner, you go to view account details or whatever, at the top right of the column on the right, there's a button that says show transaction history. What I do is I copy down everything from that transaction history from... January 1st of the current year through to the present day and I throw it all in a spreadsheet then I edit this spreadsheet I delete all entries of games that were gifted to other people and I delete all entries of Steam credit transactions like where I buy um you know like where where I where I deposit like 20 bucks to buy Steam cards or whatever when I go Steam card, or cards even for the game cards, or etc. I delete all of those. That is left, then I look at what's left, and we, we have 107 games that are in the running. Oh, this also has been further pruned to exclude games that absolutely were not good enough to be game of the year, but also not remarkable enough to go on, like, the world... the year's worst list, which we don't normally do because we're the best next games podcast. This year, I think we're going to have a a worst list by virtue of... depending on whether or not we get our special guest for next week's episode. I'm not going to read all 107 of these to you. I'm just going to skim through them randomly because that's type of preparation that we're doing, but just think of this I've played all of these 107 games this year and I paid full price for them, or whatever the price was at the time Uh, I paid for all of these games 107, let's round that down to just 100, okay if I were to pick 3 games out of 100, that is 3%, That, to me, qualifies as, you know, if we have to have three runners up for this year's game of the year, this is the pool from which it's being drawn, and know that this year we're doing something different, though. We're going to have one game of the year. We're going to have an official game of the year. We're not doing a top ten countdown uh, unless we have time for it. So that means I have the unenviable job of picking a single game for this year. And so I'm kind of hedging my bets by saying if we, even if I just picked three, it's out of 107 titles that I played this year. That's 3%. That is if you want more of like, uh, I mean, you know, sure, there are games that I've missed. There are games that are not on this list that probably should be on this list. But, you know, I'm I, can, I rely on the help of the community and, and uh, I don't rely on the help of Ivor, especially now that he's fired. But anyway, here are some of the games going from most recent to beginning of the year uh, that just stick out to me, you know, blah. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077, which came out last week. Uh, Fireworks Mania. Uh, uh, Guilty Gear XRD uh, Rev 2 uh, Proteus, Apex Legends, which definitely makes our most dis- our list for possibly for biggest disappointment. Um, Assassin's Creed Black Flag, uh, Goner Two, Outer Worlds, Red Dead Redemption Two, Serious Sam Four, uh, The Outer Wilds. Mafia Definitive Edition, Star Wars Squadrons, which absolutely, if you want a spoiler alert, that is going to be my personal biggest disappointment for 2020 in terms of games that were supposed to come to Linux at launch, but didn't. Ultra Kill, Spelunky 2, Mafia Definitive... Oh yeah, uh, Untitled Goose Game, um... Star Wars Battlefield 2 Celebration Edition, People Playground, uh, Control, NBA 2K20, that's the first time we've ever had a basketball game on this list. On any list. First time we ever covered a basketball game for Linux. Uh, Fall Guys, LEGO DC Supervillains, Foxhole, Doom Eternal, Horizon Zero Dawn, Bloody Rally Show, Sniper, Ghost Warrior Contracts, Fight Crab, Carrion, Bloodstained, Curse of the Moon 2, Titanfall 2, Detroit, Become Human, Injustice 2, uh, uh, Satisfactory, Mirror's Edge Catalyst, Observation, Afterburn uh, Streets of Rage 4 Street Fighter 5, Super Monkey Ball Banana Blitz, Mortal Kombat 10, Mortal Kombat 11 uh, XCOM Chimera Squad, Cards the World War 2 card collecting game um, which I'll have to check, I don't know if that's actually on the list or Whatever. Uh, Fallout 76. Uh, Genesis Alpha 1 Deluxe Edition. Borderlands 3. Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Ori and the Blind Forest Definitive Edition. Uh, Far Cry 5. Metro Exodus. Metro Exodus. That's gonna be pretty competitive. Uh... Dead Cells, the Bad Seed dlc Oh, and A-O Tennis. That is the... Sh- that, that is, those are some of the short list of what we're looking at um, for our Game of the Year edition. So, check us out next week. Hopefully we'll have a special guest. Until then, until we meet again, um, please have a happy and safe and healthy holiday season. Please stay home. Do not get on a plane. Do not go have multi-household Christmas party events, you will all get sick it's just the bottom line if there's 10 people in the room there's a good chance that at least one of them has COVID so, you know mask up, even with your friends eat, dis if you have to see people and you want to have like a Christmas dinner eat in separate corners of the fucking room and then talk outside for a little bit but it's just better to not do it Um, look for later on in the next three days uh, my annual YouTube Christmas concert I'll be debuting a new parody of a much beloved Christmas classic, stay healthy stay safe, don't think about the Christmas you might be missing this year I know that we're but we're, we're big kids you know, we believe in science, right? right so that means not having Christmas this year or Hanukkah or New Year's Eve and if you think that that's hard for you I live alone and I've been quarantined now since February and I've lost people to this fucking shit I've lost people, I've gotten it twice myself, I've gotten it twice no bullshit um. so don't think about the Christmas you might be missing this year think about think about the Christmas that you want to have next year Um, who would you like to see there if any members of your friends and family are on that list then don't invite them to Christmas don't let them in no Christmas Christmas this year has been cancelled brought to you by the GOP no bullshit and whatever you do, stay safe stay sane, wear a mask don't drink and drive don't get stoned and crash your car don't go to the bar, don't go to the restaurant you know, and if it helps at all, we won't be broadcasting on Christmas Eve, because it's a Thursday that's when we open presents in my family uh, for Christmas, because we do Christmas and Hanukkah but we will be there on the twenty-fifth Christmas day with our Game of the Year edition and our last show of the year. Cheers, thanks for listening. Catch you on the other side of of the bleakest Christmas that I I, I mean, I've had worse Christmases where more people that I've known have died suddenly right around Christmas. But every day is a struggle right now. I, I'm sure it is for you too. You are not alone, but you have to be alone. We'll get through this together, just not physically together. All right. Cheers. Da da, 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 da da I work at Booker King, making flavor wappers. I wear paper hats. Would you like an apple pie with that? Would you like an apple pie with that? Ding, by the dun! Ding, by the dun! Ding, by the dun! Ding, by the dun! I gotta run! I gotta run! I gotta run! I gotta run! Don't buffer, and hop out of hurt bad, and so do skin grab. Would you like an apple pie with that? Would you like an apple pie with that? Where is the bell? Wait for the bell. Can't the bell. Where? the bed ding by the dund 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 ding by dund ding fries are done by billy's burn everything incriminating including this building burn all the white house pets and then yourselves burn yourselves first there is no windows version of weaponized chess Fucking ponderous, man. Ponderous, fucking ponderous. It only runs on Linux. It's not a problem. You alienated part of America. I alienated crazy people. I like it very much. It is I, E.B. Farmer. You're becoming hysterical. I'm here, I'm there, I'm fucking everywhere. I'm the Eggman. Yellow is a color, gambling is a game. best linux games podcast is brought to you by blue wizard is about to die